0: back on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast with Podcast Guy. Wow, well, thanks for having me, man. Be talking to some of the fans up in the, the Pacific Northwest. Your Demi got him, yeah. Pretty good, darling.
1: Pretty good. Yo! We're the Boros Twins. They know we by like over old- to the horror show.
2: Freaking me out, man.
1: <laughs> Freaking me out, yo. We are leaving the station! L-Train, take us out!
2: Hey, yo, this is the uh, Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the L-Train, and this is episode 180. Who would have thunk we would have ever been here? And uh, this week, I got a great guest for you, the one and only uh, D-Rogue. Uh, we'll be talking to him shortly. We got him on the uh, on the hold button for right now. He's hanging out, you know. But uh, the tradition of uh, lately bringing on someone to do the openings with me. I got a guy that's been on multiple podcasts here. Uh, the one and only, the guy, Producer Rob, man. How you doing, bro?
0: My friend Lloyd, or Lyle, sorry, L, Mr. Train. I am doing wonderful. How are you, buddy?
2: I was doing good until you called me Lloyd right there. Well, to I be your name, I know. No, it's all right. <laughs> and for a second, I was like, I'll cut that out. But I'm not going to now. We're going to have some fun with it because Lloyd was my father's name. Lloyd was my oldest brother's name, and they were a couple of the most racist motherfuckers I ever met in my life. So (laughs) I don't associate even with those people. One of them is dead. One of them's out of my life. And I don't say that to be like a downer. These are people I cut ties with long ago, but it was hilarious that you called me Lloyd. So don't think anyone right now I'm down and oh God, no, that was
0: fucking hilarious
2: to me. And I did say fucking yes.
0: (laughs) Dude, how are you? You know, uh I, I I'm doing about as well as you can be given the craziness that is happening in the world these days.
2: There is some crazy stuff going on, you know, you know, we got yeah, these, a couple things. You know you know this this pandemic thing or whatever they think. No, I'm just kidding. This pandemic, man. You know, <laughs> it shut everything down. Since no, don't, like... don't
0: even put your tin hat on, Lyle. <laughs> I, I will hang this up right now. I know, I know.
2: No, we're on the same side, brother. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> you know, back last March, we we haven't. I can't remember the last time we spoke. I should have went back and looked looked it up and
0: wrote it down. But it's you know the, we, I we can put tell this you together exactly.
2: last thing. Yeah. Oh, well, tell
0: us it was it was the uh, the show that we did it was would have been right after well no actually because if i remember correctly it wasn't right after the february without a cause show which was the last uh, without a cause show uh with the crowd um but it was the the first podcast that you did after that because we discussed ah. uh we discussed the brutal beating i took at the hands of uh those two those two thugs state of emergency
2: those bastards <laughs> oh no, yeah, now I remember that totally, man. Thanks for uh remembering that and bringing that up. That was that was a great night in uh, WAC history. Well, I don't know how great it was for you. Actually it had to be great for you off, you know, K Fabe, like getting in the ring, getting smashed a little bit. Uh that was a blast for you, was it not? I'm it sure was, we discussed it, it was, then.
0: It, yeah. It was definitely a uh <laughs> it was definitely a bucket list thing for me. I've I've always like I, and I think I may have mentioned this to you before. I, I've would have loved to had I had the opportunity when I was younger to, to to get into wrestling and to you know to do a couple matches here or there, but you know when I was uh, when I was growing up, it wasn't really a big thing. There were it's not like there is now where there's you know you can go anywhere. I should say anywhere, but there's uh, there's a lot more independent promotions and training schools that you can that you can find now. And you know basically when I was growing up, you know you're, when I would have when I would have trained, it was you you're, you're talking the uh the mid to late eighties where basically you had to you know go find one of the old vets and you know know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody and be you know six five and two hundred fifty pounds in order to even get them to look at you so <laughs>
2: well you know. Not giving away secrets, but I have, to, in my mind, there had to been some uh, payoff that happened eventually against uh, Sebastian and Miles, those sons of bitches. But man, that was such a fun night, though. It was a surprising. You know, you got smashed all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, there actually, there actually was supposed to be. We actually very briefly talked about um, uh, Chris Ross and I brief- briefly discussed the possibility of me um, doing a match. Um, apparently because they were going to do, you know, the, the, the way that match followed up is they were supposed to wrestle the strays for the, uh, for the tag team, the wax <laughs> tag team championships. And, uh, apparently, uh, one, one of them, I don't remember which, which one, um, wasn't going to be able to make it. And so Chris had kind of floated the idea of, uh, you know, still having the other one do it um, and then having me come out as a surprise partner to try and get some, to get some revenge, <laughs> which would have been awesome and I would have loved it. But it just, it, you know, I think they ended up deciding to go a different direction and then it became a moot point because right. COVID went crazy and they canceled that show and subsequently every show since then. Oh, and not even that. I mean, those
2: guys are up above the border where we can't get to, they can't get down here. It's just shut off. Yeah. It, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to open anytime soon. They keep pushing it back and back and back, but I think it's December sometime soon, but I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. It, at this point, who who knows what the hell's going to happen with it. It seems like, you know, it's like every day you look at the news and, you know, it's getting worse everywhere. At least, at least it's getting worse everywhere here it seems like some other places in the world are getting better but you know yeah
2: yeah so who knows
0: yep yep
2: yep yep man so how you in the uh in the fam man over there man you the wife the kids all the producers there how you guys been doing man
0: all the little producers yeah no you know we're doing good um it's been like i said it's uh, the best way i can put it is that we are doing as best as we can given the circumstances i think you know everyone's a little stir crazy i mean you know outside of you know an occasional trip to get groceries or you know i have to i still have to go into my office like once a week for my for my shoot job um so outside of that you know we're basically here all together all the time so you know it just it's it's only natural that you know Everyone's nerves are gonna get a little frayed and you know, especially, you know, with the kids not being able to go and see their friends as much as they want and you know, you know, me not being able to, you know, I'm not I haven't been, I haven't been able to do the show with uh, you know, Brian Vinny and Craig, or I haven't been able to train jujitsu. So it's just you know, it's everyone's on the everyone everyone's a little tense these days. So it's, it's I'm glad that the holidays are because it's kind of it seems to have loosened loosened everyone up a little bit.
2: Oh man, you know, just had the Thanksgiving. It was kind of nice. I just kind of stayed home. I work in, you know, in a in a medical clinic, so I didn't want to, you know, risk it. Even though I was good then, I have been sick the last so many sure. days. But I did pass my COVID test the other day, so I don't want anyone to be like, "Oh, you know, he's sick." You know, I just had like apparently an old fashioned regular cold that messes up your, you know your throat a little bit, gives you the snivels and makes you feel like. Oh man. So I bet
0: that was fun too. Cause it's probably, it's probably the same symptoms. So you're probably like, Oh crap.
2: <laughs> well, that's, you know, and I walk into the clinic on whatever day it was, Wednesday morning, just real quick here. And, um, you know, started feeling like crap. I was working, didn't know what to do. I'm off by myself. Actually this month, I work in the back, you know, every other month away from the front desk, doing insurance and things like that. But, um, so finally I messaged my supervisor. I'm like, eh, I think I should do this. And she's like, yep. And as employees, we mm-hmm. get to make a quick appointment and go down to Valley Medical Center, the main hospital. That's good. And get our checkup real quick. And usually by the next morning they have it. So this was maybe 10 a.m. on Wednesday. By Thursday at 3.15 p.m. it finally came in. So I got wow. to stay home that day. And Thursday paid admin leave. And then sh- sit home. On uh, Friday, because I still wasn't feeling good. But I went back today. But anyway, sure. that was a long-winded story about me being sick for nothing. <laughs> well, be- be-
0: better nothing than uh, than anything else.
2: Anyway, I was COVID-free, I guess is what the uh, point of that was, uh, unlike uh, somebody's good. lawyer. But anyway, dude, football the other football. day, I shot out to you on uh, Sunday morning. I'm like, dude, this is the only game we can see. It was the Browns and the Tennessee Titans. And I'm like, this is going to be boring. But I put you on there. I was just joking around, obviously, because they were uh, very good teams, winning. And uh, it looks like your team uh, smashed that uh, Tennessee Titan team. Did it not, sir? Yes, they did.
0: Yeah, and 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 I'm very disappointed that you are not more uh, you are not more in tune to the happenings of football outside of the Pacific Northwest. Because if you had known, as I as I quickly clapped you on. On the Twitter machine, uh, the Browns and the uh, Titans was a matchup of uh, eight and three teams. It was probably one of the best matchups of the week, actually, at least on paper. And yes, my Browns, uh, although they, 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 as my Browns are wont to do, made it close at the end. Um, they um, they did win 41-35. to 35. Well, to go to 9 and 3, and that's almost guarantee a playoff spot.
2: They, the, the Browns, that surprises me, man. The Titans, I knew they were doing that, but honestly, I haven't paid attention to the Cleveland Browns that much. But uh, obviously, I'm an idiot because now they're going to be, like you said, 9 and 3. You know, what are they, just behind um, uh, the Pittsburgh?
0: <laughs> uh, right now, yeah, they're right behind Pittsburgh in the division. Um, they played them again, I think, the last game of the regular season, so.
2: Oh really? So that'll be a battle uh, right there fun. at the end. I don't know if they're going to catch them. The Steelers still undefeated. They're playing what tonight or tomorrow?
0: Uh, actually, I believe the Steelers lost tonight to to uh, Washington.
2: Did they really?
0: Yes. Holy I shit! I uh, I have some uh, some of my old friends who live back in the D.C. area we were posting about it, and they yeah, it looks like that they looks uh, like that uh, the Washington football team uh, beat Steelers.
2: Damn. I mean, that's a pretty big upset right there, and there was another big upset yesterday with those goddamn Giants, dude. How in the hell did they beat the Seahawks? Yeah, that's
0: two NFC East teams uh, starting to look uh, somewhat competent all of a sudden.
2: I know. Their defense played uh, really great. I couldn't believe um, their backup quarterback, uh, you know, from Texas in the day. I can't remember his name right now. I'm I'm flustered by it. But, no, man, uh, those guys – they played their hearts out, and the Seahawks just kind of like, you know, shit the bed.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to see much of the game because I was too busy uh, drunkenly celebrating my Browns' victory. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, from what I saw, it uh, it did not look like it was a. Uh, it did not look like uh, Russell and the uh, and the the boys were having their best outing.
2: Oh, it was just. Looked real flat. I mean, the defense played all right, you know, like, but if the offense could have showed up, they'd, uh, you know, obviously won the game because they were within, you know, reaching point, but it just kind of, it was just a flat game. At one point I was watching that and had the, uh, without a crowd shows up on, uh, on the Twitter, on my computer, on the PC that's in the other room that my son's been working on. So, you know, that was kind of like, I, my attention drawed away to the wrestling. Cause the, the Seattle game was so sad. And that usually never happens in my house for me. Yeah. I will watch till the end, but you know, just like you would with the Browns, you know, but it was just like, kind of like, they look so flat right now. I don't have the best hope right now.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, I will put it like this. I would rather, you know, my, my team look flat in, you know, for a somewhat meaningless game in the beginning of December than in the beginning of January when they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I'll give you that. So if they need to get it out of the way, get it out of the way now.
2: Well, they better because you know who they play this coming week, the Seattle Seahawks? I do not. The absolute worst team in the NFL right now, the New York oh, Jets.
0: the New the York Jets? Jets. They're going to play the Jets. The New York Jets, who are the victim to one of the worst <laughs> last, Second defensive play calls ever. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: They they can't do anything this year, right? It's all just – or are they just throwing it? You think they're throwing – someone I, brought that up today. I heard it. I don't know if I read it, heard it on the radio. Someone says the Jets might – it might have been on Migs or BJ and Migs this morning, something about yeah. someone th- thinks the Jets may be throwing the games to get that number one pick. You know,
0: I – I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like any more people, you know, throw, you know, the, the tanking theory around quite a bit anymore. I think, I think I feel like it's a lot more, it's a lot more prevalent in the NBA, which is funny to me because, you know, in the NBA, you, you can purposely tank and that still doesn't guarantee you're going to get the number one overall pick. Whereas if you do it in the NFL, you know, you, you have the worst record in the league, you're getting the number one overall pick. So yeah. um I don't, I, I, you know, I, I I can't imagine any team is going to go out of their way to be the worst team in the league. I mean, I just I have to imagine these guys. You know, they bust their butts. They, I mean, yeah, sure, they get paid. You know, millions and millions of dollars and and whatnot. But then, at the end of the day, these guys are all athletes. They're all competitors. and They all want to win. So I I I can't imagine. That you know that, that they would willingly go out and try to lose. Um, that said, that said, it's 2020. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to not believe anything anymore. Well, exactly,
2: exactly. But no, I'm more with what you first said there. First of all, the players are the players going to throw games? There's, if that if the whole team of what 40 some players and some some other people got pulled into a room and they said we're going to throw these games someone in that room is letting it out first of all out of all those people they're letting it out i don't care what they promise them all you know half million dollar bonuses to shut up plus that'll show up on all their bank accounts but they're not doing that there's just no way plus the other factor i don't care about the rich owners the coaches there ain't no coach in his right mind would let that happen to a football team because if that came out it's like those some of those baseball guys that were with the cheating. They're, some of those guys ain't getting to come back. Although I heard that one guy gets to come back and coach Red Sox again. I don't know much about baseball, but anyway, I think it's like that. Yeah. The coaches ain't going to let that happen, no matter what anyone else, players, GMs, nothing.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I think just the the um, the fallout from something like that, if it were to come out, would just be, you know, it would it would be too much. Huh.
2: It'd be mass destruction. Man, but no, man, my Seahawks sucked the big one. Your Cleveland Browns were super great, man. And you know what, Rob? You know what else is super great, my man? My friends, your friends, all of our friends, over at Nacho Mama's Food Truck, man. Gourmet nachos served up hot and fresh every week, man. You've been there. Uh, Tell us about your experiences. And this, tell us... What they're serving up hot and fresh this week, my friend Rob.
0: I will absolutely be glad to. And you know, it's funny, uh, I have been there several times, and I absolutely love them. Um, it's been—it's been actually been a while, so I think I owe them a visit. So, um, and I think this week might actually be a great week to visit them because they this week they are serving the when I dip you dip he dip nachos. Which are uh, cheddar cheese sauce, mama's beans, spicy chicken, pickled jalapenos, and sweet bell peppers, Woo. and uh, yeah, that uh, that sounds pretty uh, pretty honking good. And on top of that, they have a uh, the white bean white bean stew with marinated pork belly. Oh baby, and uh, and I know you probably can't tell this from looking at me, Lloyd, um, with my uh, model esque physique and all, but I am a huge pork belly fans. So. Oh flex it Rob. Flex it baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then for dessert. Woo sweets. Freak stuff. what's that? <laughs> I said woo sweets, baby, sweets. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, for dessert we have freak cake brownies which are fudgy, dark chocolate brownies with pecans and rum-soaked cherries, which, all right, you you sold me there, Mm. uh, mangoes and strawberries. So that sounds like an absolute perfect trifecta of goodies from uh, our friends Chris and Sandra at Nacho Mamas.
2: I can't get over what you said about rum-soaked cherries. I know much (laughs) that means to you, my friend. Should I tell them where they're going to be? Hey,
0: why don't you? All right.
2: Thanks All for right, to me there. You're like pausing on me there. Anyway, they are going to be this Thursday, <laughs> December the 10th, Optimism Brewing in Capitol Hill from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., baby. And then Friday, December 11th, Carn Brewing in Kenmore, 4 to 8 p.m. And then Saturday, one of my favorite places around, No Boat Brewing, December the 12th in Snoqualmie, noon to 8 p.m. Plenty of chances there to go grab some brews. And some nachos, baby. And then Sunday, Ridgecrest Public House in Shoreline, 5 to 8 p.m. You can head over NachoMamaSeattle.com at Nacho yeah. Mamas SCA on Twitter at Nacho Mamas Seattle on Instagram and Facebook. And there is a hashtag. I don't know if you know what it is, Rob. Do you know what it is? I don't. It's hashtag
0: Nachos. And beer. Beer, yes. Anyway, Rob, give me a minute. I'm old. And by the way, their uh, cheap cheap plug here. Uh, it will be there. They will be uh, at Ridge, Ridgecrest Public House on Sunday, December the 13th, which is my friend the day before my 50th birthday. Ho!
2: Boston Rob's 50th birthday is on Monday the 14th. Yes. Well, oh, man, early happy birthday to you. Head out to Ridgecrest Public House on that day. Maybe you'll see Boston Rob there. Maybe you won't.
0: Who's Boston Rob? I'm producer Rob. Daniel. Oh, that's right. See, we're screwing this whole
2: thing up now, <laughs> my friend, producer Rob. Head out there. You might see him at Ridgecrest. Now we're even. We are. We are. I away. called you,
0: Lloyd. You called me Boston Rob. We're even. It's perfect.
2: All right. It's kismet. This is. Excellent. Man, this is award winning. Like <laughs> JR says, this is restaurant quality openings right here.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs>
2: so, dude, man, what's going on with the podcast over there, man? Uh, you guys said you guys
0: can't meet. What's going on? So, yeah, so I, um, you know, since this has all started, we've all been in quarantine. Um, I actually have not been doing my regular producer role since. Um, I think since they have pretty much the beginning of march um but they are still doing they have a uh, they have uh, somebody who remotes in and does the does the production stuff remotely so uh brian Vinny, and craig they're still doing all their regular regular schedule of shows um which you can subscribe to at f4wvideo.com um or wrestlingobserver.com um In addition, they are also, uh, they have recently, not recently, uh, it's actually right around the same time, it's March or so, they've actually been doing uh, Twitch streams. Uh, So they, uh, Brian actually uh, streams um, every day um, from uh, noon to 1 p.m. Pacific, three to four Eastern. Um, He does a a live Twitch stream for Observer Live, uh, which is at twitch.tv slash F4W video. Um, and uh, they will also do. They will put up random shows there. Um, I think some of them are free. Some of them you have to be a subscriber to the Observer website to get access to. Um, but one of the one of the shows you can also get on um, the uh, Twitch slash F4W video. Um, usually uh, Sundays uh, immediately following. Uh, the the Sunday Wrestling Observer live, so that's uh, four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern. You can get uh, getting heat with producer Rob, uh, which is my uh, my half-assed attempt at a uh, at a Twitch stream. Um, I uh, I will be up there usually do q and A Q&A, uh, with you know with, with whoever's on there. Um, and in addition, we will usually we try in the earn a little bit of the Twitch, the Twitch dollars, the Twitch bits and all that good stuff, um, to get me to eat ridiculously hot, hot sauces on the air so people can see me suffer.
2: So that's a show you're doing all by yourself. You log in, it's all, uh, producer Rob.
0: Yep. Yep. It's just, it's on the regular, it's on the regular, uh, F4W Twitch site, which again is, uh, TV slash F4W video. And, um, it's usually when I'm on, it's usually on Sundays, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Roaches, right, right after uh, Observer Live at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern.
2: Dude, give us your social media, how we follow you, all that BS right there.
0: Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, outside of the uh, the Twitch stream where you can see me, um, you can follow me. The best place and really the most place where I'm at mostly is uh, my uh, Twitter which is uh at producer underscore rob um i'm there all the time chatting posting random bs whatever (laughs) (laughs) it's
2: a good time man you're a good follow you make me crap crap myself oh shit no <laughs> well,
0: crack myself up on that, a daily basis That's a story for another time lyle <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that off
2: air we won't discuss that again no you crack me up man uh there's a few people i follow like yourself man just crack me up can't wait to see what you post on a daily basis just to crack a mother up i, I, I appreciate that my friend <laughs> <laughs> well dude it's time to hit the road we got uh someone in the waiting list over here waiting to jump into the conversation. When you exit, it's like the tonight show over here. There's one guest out the door. Next one up, he's sitting in the chair and, uh, we're going to get to it over, but thanks for coming on here. Uh, last minute, doing this opening, doing that, uh, funky read we did it was a good time people are gonna enjoy that and uh my man thanks so much i am the l train you can follow me on at bfpw podcast on twitter follow the show bigfootprowrestling.com over on our website you can listen to us on soundcloud on the pwo network and most podcast platforms this is the l train and i do this thing producer rob every week and what do i do I leave the station. I don't remember. (laughs) Hey, yo, this is the L train and uh, we're back. Another great uh, guest this week on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 180. And this week, uh, got a great dude. I've been trying to get this together for a while and 100% has been my fault with the delay. But uh, hey, let's say hello to uh, the one and only D Rogue, man. How are you doing, sir?
1: Oh uh, man, I'm doing good, man. Good, just trying to enjoy this uh cool weather that we've having.
2: <laughs> you down there in California, aren't
1: you? Oh, yeah, man. I'm in uh I'm in Northern California, like the Bay Area. And, oh. uh It's been real hot lately, but you know the past couple of weeks has been cool, so I'm just enjoying the cool weather.
2: <laughs> What's cool for someone that lives in California? Because you know, cool for someone that lives in Washington might be like. Oh, it's really cool, man. It's like 50, 60 degrees, but what's what's cool for you guys? Maybe even 40 degrees.
1: Yeah, that's cool for us. Uh, no, that's actually cold as hell. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, you know, like low 60s, high 50s is like, it's it's pretty cold, man
2: what's the coldest that you've been in California that I should say, let me pronounce it right. What's the coldest uh, it's been in California since you've been there living down there. I don't know how long you live there, but.
1: Uh, I think it got down to like 30 something a couple of years ago, but that was, it was like a weird weather year. Yeah, that was pretty cold.
2: You almost have been like in a panic or something down there, 30 some degrees in California
1: absolutely no where where i'm at that weather yeah no thank you
2: because <laughs> you know that's pretty damn cold up here even in uh, seattle man because that's like 30 some degrees you get that ice on the ground and stuff up here with the hills and stuff you know it's pretty flat in though,
1: right oh yes yeah very flat in certain areas <laughs> bay area uh bay area is like kind of diverse honestly you know you get like flat and then you run right into a mountain. <laughs> right
2: on. Right on. Have you pretty much uh, lived down there your whole life or did you uh, move into Cali from somewhere else like so many others?
1: I uh I moved from California. Uh I'm from I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. Uh, so uh East Coast yeah, boy. I moved to Cali for uh for school. I played basketball. Uh, so I came out here to play basketball this kind of stage
2: nice 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 uh where if you don't mind if uh where'd you go to school and play ball
1: i went to i went to uh yuba college for junior college and then i went to this small college called pacific union in uh napa oh man good
2: for you because there's a lot of people that don't even get a uh, chance to do anything like that you know step into any kind of college so uh good for you man and uh what position did you play
1: uh, literally play everything on the court, so it didn't matter. Any anything to get me some play time, I was gonna play it.
2: I mean, you know, we're like you a a shooter, rebounder, ball handler, all of the above.
1: Uh, I pretty much did everything, but I really like trying to dunk on people. <laughs>
2: That's got to be you know I'm short dude, just barely five seven. So being able to like launch yourself up like that and just put it in someone's face that must be like the a pretty good feeling, you know. I mean, there's other feelings that you probably get in wrestling that maybe are similar, but, man, how is that you get up on someone and just get in their face, especially in, like, a big-time college basketball game? You know, it's one thing to do it on your buddy, you know, uh, out at the, the the high school down the street, but, you know, doing it on a dude from the other guy, where, other jersey, man, like you just dunk on someone like that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a different kind of feeling, man. It's not like a... It's not like dunking on. Once you dunk on somebody, it's almost like a drug. You just constantly got to try it again. <laughs> you got to get that feeling again.
2: You know, but you know, it's 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 probably tough to get to that rack. You know, each and every time. You know, unless you're, you know, MJ or LeBron, some of these guys, man. But uh, did did you have a little jump shot to go with that? Like, okay, you stop pop something like that.
1: Yeah, no, I can I can shoot, I can I can do everything, but it's just like you know. <laughs> What I was what I was known for was I was just a scrappy dude, always always running, always jumping. So eventually, I was gonna catch him.
2: I remember a guy like that on the Sonic years ago. His name was Vincent Askew. I don't know, you know, how many years back if you watched NBA and stuff. But man, he, he was like a Ford. But he could handle the ball. He could play guard if he had to. He could defense against a power forward. Man, I, he was just like the guy. He made the team because of that, right? You know. Cause you know you have all the other guys, but this guy can play every position, so we'll have him maybe the ninth or tenth man down there just to put him in when we need him. Were you oh, a, yeah. a Vincent Askew type of guy? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know. I know
1: exactly who that who that is. You do.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, that's cool. That makes yeah. me feel even better. Cause you know, man, that was a uh, man 95, 96 when we went to the the finals, the Seattle Sonics back in the in the day. It was such a great team. Do you do you remember that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely man. I'm a I'm a basketball dude so yeah, I remember <laughs> the Sonics making it to the uh finals and and getting blasted by Oh, them, but that's not the point. The point is they made it, you know.
2: They did. They did. But, you know, against MJ it is what it is, right? Whoever We had our chance that one year, two years before when uh we had the best record in the NBA and um Dikembe Mutombo sent us on our way in the first round in the best of five, man. Uh, that was the most embarrassing
1: thing i ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, at least you're not an Orlando Magic fan, so, you know, yeah.
2: What's that one when they got swept in the finals, too, by the – was it the Knicks?
1: Uh, no, we, got, no, we got swept by the Lakers.
2: Oh, Lakers, Lakers. We got
1: swept by Houston when Olajuwon was there. Right, right. And Shaq. And then we got swept by the – well, we got beat by the Lakers in five.
2: Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Man, we could probably sit here and talk basketball all day, I'm uh, thinking, man, because uh, the last so many years I haven't been that into it. And I kind of pay attention when the, the championship rounds come and stuff like that. But, I don't know, once the Sonics left, it was a little, little weird for me after that, man, with, you know – saying goodbye to all that and, you know, those years of uh, GP and camp, and then uh, Sigma and Fred Brown and Gus Williams and Dennis Johnson back in the day. And so, man, it's kind of a, a bad subject to me and my friends because we used to watch so many things uh, or so many games back in the day. Like that year the Sonics went uh, the best record and lost in that best of five. We had, like, all the posters that the, um, you know, the Seattle Times and would PI would put out. Me and my buddy Jeff, we had a place in Capitol Hill we were sharing, and the finals came. We had that stuff. The whole room was filled with stuff, and then we lost. And then um, my buddy Jeff just ripped them all down one by one after he turned off the TV. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't blame him.
2: <laughs> no, man. It was a bad feeling, man.
1: Oh, man.
2: So, um, what ended the basketball run in college, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Uh, Nothing ended it in college. Uh, I I went on to play a little professional ball.
2: Oh man, well good for you, man. Uh c- can you tell us yeah. what teams you played for and how it was the experience?
1: Uh I played for a couple of ABA teams. I got I had a chance to go to the Philippines. Oh man. Uh it was it was just an experience, man, and one morning I woke up and you know, my body was hurting, my knees was hurting. Like I have to ice my knees every morning when I wake up. Like that was just like you know, I wake up, brush my teeth, ice my knees. That's that was the tech.
2: <laughs> that was oh, wow. my
1: normal you know, routine. So after a while, I was just like, man, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with basketball.
2: So you just decided right there, the body's not doing this anymore. It's time. I, I got to move on and do something else.
1: Yeah, man. It was it was it was definitely time. Oh, man.
2: Oh, that must have been fun! Some of the funnest times in your life playing basketball, I would bet.
1: Absolutely, man! I, you can't, especially in college, man. It's, you can't replace those those moments and those memories. Like <laughs> the best times was the road trips with your teams. So you know that that's it was a awesome time, man. But it was just it was just over.
2: Yeah, just knew it was done. Did you continue? Pardon me. To con- continue in college, or did you stop there and you know having to go out and grab a job, you know, like everyone else, and or what? What was your uh, what happened at that moment?
1: Uh, I finished school. Uh, after I finished school, I went and played, you know, nice. a couple of years, uh, a- ABA, and then I right, right. a chance in the Philippines. Uh, then right after I was done, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty much done. Flew back and and you know began the job hunt. And I started working as a banquet manager for this resort called Solage and uh over in Calistoga. And yeah, i I worked there for a couple of years and I was like, I'm I'm you're too athletic to not be doing anything. So I needed <laughs> to find something else to do.
2: Oh man. Uh Dude, before we get into that, uh, something else to do here, man. Uh, you know, I saw on Twitter real quick, man. You you jumped on that uh, new Xbox. It looked like you. I think you were just rolling with that today on social media. Is that right?
1: Oh yeah, man. I just just picked up the new addition to the family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I strapped her into the seatbelt and we drove home, and now we're happily, you know, ever after.
2: <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, but, you know, how do you decide between Xbox and the new uh, PS5? Did you have a preference, or are you more of an Xbox guy, or
1: how did that break down? I've I've always been an Xbox guy. Uh, I tried PS. I tried PlayStation before, but the, I just... The controllers are too small for my hands. I, I feel real. I hate saying this, but I feel really, really feminine holding the controller mm-hmm. for the PlayStation. And the Xbox has busy, bigger controllers and they just, they feel right. So <laughs> you I
2: You think you're going to snap that one in half or something when you're playing a big game? Like shooting this, bam, those snap this in half.
1: I feel like it because I get really excited and I start pushing the buttons really hard. And it, it, I, you can hear the controller like cracking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, ever since then I was like, you know what, Xbox it is for me. Oh
2: man, they better uh, start making some uh, reinforced controllers for you guys, man. Uh, guys are gonna be snapping these things off, you know. Some of you pro wrestlers been working, you know. You guys be hitting the weights, you know, seven days a week and shit, man. Just snap one all in half. <laughs> man. Someone's got that's got to be a twitch moment there, like some big wrestlers just, you know, and then it just snaps and like, all right, Twitter feed over for today or twitch Twitch feed i can definitely
1: happen (laughs) i'm pretty sure
2: (laughs) oh man we got a couple xboxes in the house we don't have the newest one uh my son he's pretty content with the uh the last one was the xbox uh one i think it's up in his room so the rest of us never really get to touch it but um
1: absolutely
2: (laughs) (laughs) of course right um the last xbox i played was uh you know the one before that the 360 and it was the last game i have i'm looking over right here i got the uh the Madden 15 with uh, the Seahawk on the cover because they won the Super Bowl that year <laughs> with and, Richard Sherman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back when he was a Seahawk, <laughs> for they let him go and didn't offer him any money, and you know. But anyway, but uh, and then the other game I got is the uh, oh man, it's one of the WB. It's one of Stone Cold on the cover. WWE. I don't know what year it's fourteen, thirteen, fifteen. I don't know. But those are the last yeah, two worries. games I get really played. Now I only played the video the WWE game one time because I'm no good at wrestling games. But my wife bought it for me because she knows I'm a wrestling fan. But uh, man, that's that's the extent of my video games anymore. It Used to be the, uh, you know, the Sega Genesis and the X or the Nintendo's and all that kind of stuff. I I used to walk for miles to pick up the new NBA game like the Bulls versus Blazers and that kind of stuff back in the day, man. But uh, I was more of the sports guy. But uh, what kind of uh, video games are, are your favorite type of things?
1: Ooh, oh man, I'm I'm all over the place. Like right now, I I'm in a process of downloading the new 2K to the uh, Xbox. So I got uh, 2K 21, um, uh, the new uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, this game called Overwatch. Uh, man, uh, UFC. Uh, uh, this other game called Road Company. Man, I'm. I'm all over the place. The The new Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You, I'm, I'm just like a video game fanatic. So
2: you just love the sports so, games. you like the fighting games, the war games, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it plays, I'll probably play it. So. <laughs> well, here's the big question for you, my friend. You know, I know you got, you know, some people in the house there with you. Uh, who's
1: getting command of this thing? Only me. Like, no one else touches my my games. What? <laughs> crazy? <laughs> Nobody else touches my games. I you don't know. Karate like chop.
2: Lady kind of pushes you out. Oh, we're going to play this for a while. I mean, these you know, blah, blah, blah. No.
1: Nope. No one. It is all no you. No one pushes anything around here. It's, it's me. <laughs> it's me. That's great. I will karate chop my kids if they turn my game on without my permission.
2: <laughs> they don't get to touch that stuff, huh? absolutely not (laughs) you don't come home one day and uh you know they're sitting there playing a little john madden football
1: Mm -mm. Mm. never dad's gotta be there
2: dad's gotta be there
1: (laughs) they know they know not to even touch it if i don't say so (laughs) that's great man
2: oh man so uh you know what else do you do other than video games and wrestling what 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 uh what do you do man what's what what kind of hobbies you got doing uh well you know in the usual world not this pandemic world but uh you know <laughs> used to wrestle but there's video games there's family
1: what else do you do uh man that's pretty much it video games family uh working out and uh maybe sometimes i go shoot or play a little basketball mm. but that's rare cuz i don't like i don't want to be in a gym and somebody comes in there and they're coughing and stuff. So I just, you know, just kind of, you know, do the family thing at home and, you know, uh, play video games and lift weights. That's all I do now.
2: Do you got like a little gym at home or whatever set up so you can do your workouts at home without
1: having to go out? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've invested in starting to get that stuff together. So it's, it's in progress. I got, a got a treadmill and i got a rowing machine uh a bike uh all the band resistance i got a couple of dumbbells and stuff so it's it's coming along
2: <laughs> well that sounds good man you just invested in yourself doing that a lot of the wrestlers uh, that i know from around here have done that you know you know because the gym started open again and then you know it all got cut back because you know folks wasn't doing what they were supposed to or you know however you think and but man uh so what kind of workouts do you do, man? Are you more of like a do you do a powerlifting? You're trying to get yourself bigger, are you trying to get yourself more like trimmed up and cardio wise. Uh what what kinda what are you doing?
1: I'm more of a uh I'm more of a crossfit type thing. So uh I'm I'm going for I'm trying to cut weight and get my wind up, get my cardio better. So I'm doing, like, box jumps right into, like, uh, (laughs) like, squats and burpees into, like, pull-ups, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: So, um, along with that, man, uh, you know, COVID's been hard. We have to order takeout and stuff like that if you want to have, like, any kind of food outside of your house, you know. But, uh, how's the diet been going, you know, uh? You know, are you young enough? You can still kind of eat whatever, or you know, you you know, on the rice, on the the turkey patties, the chicken breasts. Uh, what are you doing there?
1: Oh man, I was eating like crap at the beginning of this <laughs> pandemic. I'm not gonna lie; I probably gained like 25 pounds. So I was like, Jesus, this has to change. So you know, I'm I'm just now starting to get my diet right. You know, not eating fast food every day uh you know a lot more rice and veggies even though i hate veggies uh a lot of turkey like turkey meat and you know that kind of stuff and uh, it sucks but you know it's got to be done <laughs> do you find with
2: the veggies if you kind of like eat it with a piece of the meat and maybe some kind of a little bit of spice or sauce you have with there to make it a little easier
1: that's exactly I'm, what I
2: do. I'm with you, man. I hate the vegetables, but it's like, I got to get some of them in me, you know? Right. But yeah, man, the spice, the sauces, who was telling that? Oh, I saw a guy, a wrestler here was uh, reaching out to Hammerstone, and that's what Hammerstone said, man. Like, yeah, it sucks eating that stuff, but you got to get your spices, your sauces, and get all that stuff ready, that'll make you forget about it.
1: um man listen it's it's a terrible terrible thing but you know it's got to be done so just you know close your eyes and chew really fast (laughs)
2: there you go get it down get it in you but anyway man uh you know it was a few months ago now i was uh you know you're on twitter and um apparently there was a big fire down where you live you guys had to get out of your home And I went to a hotel and I tried to hook up a podcast with you. You know, like I said, lots of rescheduling on my end. Um, But, you know, what happened then and uh, how are things been since then?
1: Oh, So, yeah, well, where I live, there was a fire probably less than like three miles from my house. Uh, So uh, we were, we got evacuated. Because uh, it was starting to come up to where we were. Because I live on top of a mountain in a small, small area like outside of Napa, and uh, yeah, it just got really close really fast. We got evacuated, and uh, the fire was going on for probably like two weeks, so I was out of my home in a hotel for. Thirteen days, and we were able to come back on the fourteenth day. Oh man! Um, yeah, it was like it got really close to my house, probably like less than a mile. Um, my 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 daughter's preschool burnt down. Um, it was a lot of a lot of people I know lost their homes, and like even coming to my house still, like there's so many burnt down structures and just black trees and you could still smell the fire and it's been like wow. maybe like a month or like a two months and you still smell the fire. So it's it was crazy, man. It was it was a a different experience. I, one that I will never wish on my worst enemy. Mm. But you know, I'm healthy, my my family's healthy, like every, everybody's alive. Nobody got killed, so it's all I can ask for, man.
2: And you were able to get back into your home with the home with actually no damage, other than maybe some smell in there.
1: Yeah, no, no damage from my home. It probably stopped like maybe like a block or two, like from my house, which is crazy. <laughs> a block or so. two
2: from losing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you own that home, and you know, if it had burnt down, that's like freaking costly man people losing their homes that's you know especially in california the prices down there are even greater than what they are here i'm pretty sure where you're living mm. crazy crazy say, crazy yes. man that would have been a major yes, loss say that so again uh, brother <laughs> yeah major loss big money homes man and uh i'm so happy that uh that worked out in a good way for you i mean like, they lost that preschool hopefully you know the state steps in or the government i should say you know and federal government and uh throw some money in there and get those things rebuilt if they haven't already you know
1: That's, i'm i'm just hoping so man it's you know it is what it is though
2: are the kids uh, fighting for some food back there
1: absolutely they're they're fighting <laughs> right now over a cookie oh, yeah, honey.
2: one cookie Fighting over it right yeah. there. That's like, you know, brothers and sisters and stuff right there, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that worked out for you. It got a, probably had to be weird being, like, in a hotel room, you know, for that long, just kind of sitting there. I'm sure there wasn't too much to do. did you guys going to, like, take drives or do something to take your minds off it?
1: Uh, it, was, it was rough. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Mm. It was real rough being in a hotel room. Uh, during COVID, so it's not like you can go outside and play or go to a park or anything. So we went on a lot of walks. Right. And, uh, you know, just trying to get them out and burn some of that energy because they were absolutely terrorizing the room.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm assuming you didn't have, like, a you know, a stove in there, maybe a microwave at the most.
1: Oh, no, we did not so DoorDash became our best friend wow and then you know you're starting to spend some dough yeah uh, yeah a little bit
2: god damn man I, a little bit. I i feel sorry for your family i'm glad you came through it man and everything's uh okay and your house was still there waiting for you guys uh to wish you back home
1: uh yeah me too man i'm just i'm thankful for you know not losing my home like so many people that I do know did. And all I can do is be, be thankful that I'm still here and happy about, you know, all the opportunities that's coming my way, man.
2: Oh, I hope you got some great opportunities and hopefully things will be turning around here. Because at the same time you're talking about that, you know, months ago, whoa, I don't remember what month it was when uh, this happened to you. But, man, this pandemic thing's been going since, what, March, end of February, whatever it was. I think everything got canceled pretty much in March, man. And, uh, or it might've been different in California. It was March up here in, uh, in, uh, Washington, but you know, did the, did you have a pandemic that affected your, your job and how, how did that affect you guys personally, even before these fires?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I actually lost my job during this pandemic because, uh, they were, my company was doing lay layoffs and, uh, they had to let go the newest person. And I was the newest person. I had less than like, less than two years. So they had to let me go. And, you know, it's it's been tough finding something else because it's a pandemic and nobody's hiring, you know? So, you know, you just got to kind of make do what you can, man.
2: Yeah, well, hopefully at least we get some of that unemployment and uh, some of those checks that were uh, looking pretty good. They haven't done any of the stimulus package yet for since where we're expired. But uh, I hope you got some of those extra six hundred dollar checks, man. So hope
1: to help hope they help you out. I don't know. That sucks, man. Uh, yeah, it 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 sucks, but you know I got to spend a lot of time with the family. There you so go. That that was the the bonus in that. <laughs>
2: Probably a lot of night uh, chilling there in the hotel room. Put the lights down a little bit. Put the nice family movie on between of you, or between all you guys, and just enjoy some uh, food and watch.
1: <laughs> oh. Absolutely, it was a lot of popcorn being popped and sitting down just watching movies and stuff.
2: Oh man, that that's good. At least that's good. At least, but uh, you know, beyond the the personal stuff, man. Suddenly, you know. You guys don't get to wrestle every uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, man. And uh, how hard was that for you, man? Because, you know, things have been moving so fast here in the West Coast. Wrestling in the last couple of years seems like it's gotten even bigger bigger and better than it was before. You know, because up here in Washington, in the last four or five years, things have gotten really crazy. A lot more uh, promotions, uh, you know, people... Two to three to four to 500, 700 showing up at these shows up here now and really having a great time. But, uh, man, how hard was that uh, wrestling piece?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I was so used to every Friday heading to Hood Slam. Mm -hmm. Like, every Friday it was a routine. Friday, Hood Slam. Saturday, wherever else I was. And then Sunday, wherever else I was, but Fridays were always exciting because I know Hood Slam. I love going to Hood Slam, and I know it's going to be packed. It's <laughs> at least going to be like, you know, seven hundred people at least. You know. Oh man, so that was like, that was that was tough.
2: Oh man, you know it's it's tough just being a fan, but uh, you know you talents, you know, that go and entertain us every, you know, weekend. I couldn't imagine what it's like for, uh, you guys for one, you're missing like, you know, a little bit of the income that comes with that. And number two, you just don't get to do the thing that you just love in life. Right. Man.
1: (sighs) Getting sad all over again, man.
2: I'm sorry, man. I'm
1: sorry.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, man, that's gotta be rough, but you know, let's move beyond that just a little bit though. Um, speaking of wrestling, what, what have you been watching, man, to keep, uh, busy wrestling wise, man. Are, are you like the, the rest of us checking out AEW or WWE each week impact and AEW got this thing that's pretty hot going on right now. I think, uh, Omega was going to be on impact tonight. I'll probably check it out later, but, uh, man, uh. Have you been watching much wrestling while that has been going on? I mean, I know you had the fire and staying in a hotel room, you know, and all that kind of stuff, but uh, do you check it out?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, you always got to check out what's going on and see what the 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 sign guys, the big boys, are doing, you know. Um, I watched a lot of... A lot of impact just because, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of gems from impact. And when it was TNA to impact now, I think people missed out on so much good wrestling because of the idiots that were running it. But
2: of course, right
1: now, impact might be the best product on TV and nobody knows it.
2: Dude, they got some really great talents there. Tons of great talents, I should say. You know, it's the some folks recently that weren't really doing anything in WWE. They moved over there. Some uh, folks that used to be in TNA, they're still there. You know, their women's division's really good. Their tag division, and uh, you know, I've got that uh, Impact Plus app, so I try to watch it back as much as I can. I was trying to catch up here, but before tonight. Maybe I'll I'll probably watch uh, tonight's episode maybe later on. I don't think I can watch it on Impact Plus, but I'll watch it on something on my TV. But yeah, man, they did a really great job that uh, Slam Anniversary pay per view they had a few months back. That was really fantastic. I ordered that one actually. I don't pay for pay per views much, maybe other than AEW, but uh, paid for that one and I was really happy with that. That was the one the. Um, Heath Slater showed up on, and a couple other uh, people, and that was really a lot of fun. So uh, I think they're uh, doing a good job, and I'm waiting to see what's up with this AEW thing. Did you see that last week?
1: Yeah, I saw it with uh, Don Callis. Yeah, that's that's you know, it's exciting to see like two companies coming together and having a working relationship. So that's that's very exciting. Just imagine all the cross the crossover matches you could have you know what i mean from aw to to impact i'd love to see uh i think chris bay is going to be a mega star <laughs> he's a star now but i think he's going to be an absolute mega star uh, um, uh,
2: not to interrupt you but love chris bay man he's the uh without a cause heavyweight champion up here in uh washington mm-hmm. from everett washington and uh he he's Man, I've seen him wrestle Hammerstone. I've seen him wrestle Jeff Cobb. I've seen him wrestle some of the local guys like Ethan HD and uh, Jarrell Nelson. And, uh, man, fantastic matches. He knows how to work the crowd. His his work in the ring is uh, top-notch. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens with him in the uh, next week or two here.
1: Oh, yeah. I I think he's the... He's gonna be the chosen one. Honestly, he's he's charismatic. He he has the it factor when he walks through the curtain. Uh, Move sets amazing. Like he, he has it, and I think he's just gonna be the biggest thing. But I can only imagine like Chris Bay in the ring with uh, Kenny Omega or a uh, John Moxley. You know what I mean? Something like that. It would be crazy.
2: Right. let would see him in there with a Jericho or something like that too, man. There's so many oh, matches. Good. It would be just like fantastic, man. I gotta, You can't see me right now because we're doing this with just audio, but uh, I got a big smile on my face just thinking about that. <laughs> Those matches, oh, man. man. And then not only that, man, they've had uh, Thunder Rosa coming in you know, NWA, uh, champion, or I think she just lost it like within the last month. But, uh, that's been a lot of fun too, having her come in and the NWA stuff. I'd like to see him bring in the uh, NWA heavyweight champion and, uh, the tag champions once in a while too. That'd be kind of fun with this complete, you know, impact NWA AEW thing. I don't know, man, sky could be the limit or they could screw the whole thing up. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna be hopeful that they don't screw it up. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. That's that's mostly what I've been watching. Watch a lot of Impact. Of course, I I keep up with WWE and AEW, but you know, I've been watching a lot of older stuff, like uh, from like ninety, like ninety three, Raw. Oh wow! And I I've just been binge watching them and. Yeah, there's a lot of hidden stuff and gyms that people don't even know about. So, no, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been doing my homework.
2: Very good, very good. And uh, do you check it out any of those shows like on or uh, IWTV, like, uh, you know, uh, what am I thinking of? GCW and some other promotions had some outside shows and stuff there for a while. And they had Collective, which I don't know. It sounds like there were some bad things that happened during the Collective weekend as far as the the – you know covid went but i don't know i wasn't there i watched some of the shows on tv but uh you know have you checked out any of those things like those outdoor amphitheater shows or anything like that
1: absolutely uh i was at uh gcw when they came to when they went to los angeles uh, uh and i was there this weekend uh for slime season so yeah, I'm I I travel I I do my homework. I I'm, I'm watching everything, you know.
2: <laughs> getting ready, getting ready, watching it all, just keep learning just like a student, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You never stop learning. <laughs> I don't care how many years you've been in the business. <laughs> well, dude, well, if,
2: let's think of this, man. When uh when did you first um Remember wrestling, when did you first get into wrestling? Was it a, you know, your a family member said, hey, sit down, check this out, or somebody was watching it, a friend, you know, you're flipping channels one day and you just found something. How did you find wrestling as a, uh, I don't know, how old you, young were you when you first uh, started watching it? You know what?
1: I can't remember how old I was when I first started watching wrestling, but I do remember watching wrestling with my brother, and hexaw uh, Jim Duggan used to be my favorite wrestler when I was a kid. Oh. So, yeah, I used to go outside and grab, like, the biggest stick I can find <laughs> and march around the house saying, oh. So, uh, for the longest, uh, I had I have dimples on my back. So, my brother used to call me Hagsaw, Hagsaw <laughs> Charlie Dimples. Uh <laughs> So that was my nickname. Still, it's still to this day, and I'll be. I want to fight my brother every time he says it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> say that nickname one more time. Uh, no, that's okay. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Oh, that's great. That's great. So, man, uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan was your dude. Uh, you know, so you guys would check it out on TV. You know, other than Duggan, who who were your who are your guys? You know who? Who are the people that just stood out to you? Like you couldn't wait till the next week to see that person.
1: Oh uh, man, uh, I'm just gonna say D'Lo Brown is my. He's my go I think D'Lo Brown's the greatest wrestler of all time. Um, so his run with the with the uh European and the an intercontinental title <laughs> was amazing to me. I thought he was there's no reason he shouldn't have been a main event guy. But you know, I digress. Uh who else? I used to really love watching um Rey Mysterio in WCW. Mm. Um Shawn Michaels when he <laughs> Shawn Michaels and, and Razor Ramon. Oh when they uh, when they did the ladder match was probably the thing that got me hooked on wrestling.
2: Well, you were mentioning that you know before we started the the old uh, recording button here tonight. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, or Razor Ramon, excuse me, um, in that ladder match, man, uh, what was it, man? I, I mean, I remember the ladder match. I know what it was for me. It was incredible. It was storytelling. It was a bunch of stuff. But what was it for you that just made that just so special?
1: Oh, man, uh, it was the storytelling for me because that was the I think that was the first time I was actually into a story. Like, you know, just the whole story, the build up to the match, the actual match, you know, it it was just crazy. It was the best thing I had ever seen. And right after that, I was like, this is better than anything on TV. <laughs> like. I don't care what soap operas you're watching, Mom. It's not better than wrestling. (laughs) And I was just hooked on wrestling ever since then.
2: (laughs) And what did your mom think about that? You know, like, what you're going to put what on? Or would she sit there and watch it with you? Or be like, you know, you go in the other room or, you know, I'll go do something else or whatever.
1: (laughs) She didn't care. She's like, oh, okay, go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) Go watch it in there.
2: Do whatever you need to. Now at that point, um, you know, would um, as you're starting to watch this, would you guys uh, as a would you go mom this Sunday's freaking WrestleMania? We have to order this. How much is that? Thirty bucks. What? You know, was it anything like that?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Uh, so I had a group of friends, and we'd all used to chip in. There you go, like five, five to ten dollars, whatever you could. And we'd all go to somebody's house and watch it. It was never, hey, mom, could you get WrestleMania for Because she would, she would probably smacked the crap out of me for asking such a question like that. She's <laughs> like, I'm not paying for no doggone movie or no wrestling. And, <laughs> you know, she didn't understand how big WrestleMania was. Oh, so man. So we just, you know, we used to chip in and go to someone else's house and <laughs> we'll watch
2: it. All right, so you had buddies that were into wrestling too, man. You guys would get together and uh, watch these shows, you know. And uh, would you guys ever like, all right, we're in this bedroom. All of a sudden, your guys were having you know like a wrestling match and slamming each other on the on the mattress or outside in the backyard, anything like that.
1: Uh, yeah, are you guys, are you friends if you didn't do that? Hey, of course. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, of course we wrestled. That's yeah. we're going to people's houses, watch wrestling. And then, you know, it's after that we're going outside, <laughs> we're setting the backyard up and we're going at it.
2: So were you watching at this time? Was it the raw versus nitro Monday night wars? Was it a little bit later or, uh, what was it? What was this time period that you're in that you guys, uh, are just loving this. It was, the, it was the,
1: the Monday night wars.
2: Like the, uh, you know, mid-Monday Night yeah. Wars or the later Monday Night Wars? Uh,
1: I want to say it was, it was the good ones. The very beginning. Oh, okay. Of
2: about the NWO. 95, 96, right in there, 97.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Because, you know, I mean, I like some of the stuff that happened at the end. I don't want to slam at all because it wasn't exactly always the wrestling and the people that were coming up with the shows as fault because of the time Warner takeover and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, it was a little bit different, but, uh, man, those early days, that was my heyday because I used to watch wrestling in the, in the eighties, you know, Portland wrestling, Don Owens, and then, uh, WTBS, you know, with the NWA and then later WCW like WWF and, and raw, but you know, my personal favorite was the other side of the thing so those monday night wars when they started and uh, nitro and all that stuff i was in my uh early 20s just moved into a part with my buddy jeff and uh we were just uh he wasn't such a fan but he watched it to tolerate it because i was but i loved it man uh nitro and then later you could kind of tape one and then watch the other right
1: Oh man i no i wasn't i wasn't fortunate enough to have a uh vcr Mm. So I used to have to flip back and forth and, you know, some nights, you know, raw God sacrificed because WCW was just better. Exactly. And then other nights, you know, it was WCW that didn't get much watch. Uh, you know, I'd flip back in between commercials.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, when, uh, especially when, uh, Stone Cold started kicking off and, Oh man, the rock and all that kind of stuff, you know, it started getting better over there. And then it was like, oh man, who are these guys doing? Oh, okay. These guys are doing this. And, but you know, I want to see the cruiserweight that starts the, uh, nitro though. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, so much good wrestling.
1: Man, it was, it was, those are better times, man. <laughs>
2: well, let's get to, uh you let's get to D rogue man. And, uh, you know, we talked about your background, loving wrestling. So when did it happen, man? When did your mind, you're just like, man, I got to do this, man. I want to do this. I want to be a professional wrestler. Who did you tell? And, uh, how did you kick it off and get it going?
1: Um, <clears throat> I was actually talking to a friend of mine who's in the WWE. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to, you know, I'm not a, clout chaser right. so uh yeah i was talking to him and he was like man you should try it man it's like i think you'd be good at it i was like man i don't even know where i would even look and he directed me to um this promotion called apw mm-hmm. over here in the bay area so so it's so and- so real quick i'm sorry
2: this was after basketball right your knees and everything yes. are hurting. you gave up ball and now wrestling's coming into it i'm sorry go ahead
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he was like, might as well try it. You ain't doing nothing else. I was like, you know what? (laughs) You're right. Let's give it a try. So he, you know, he directed me to APW. Uh, They, I emailed them. They sent my email to my trainer. His name is Jekylls the Jester.
2: Jekylls the Jester.
1: Yes. Uh, Easily one of the hardest hitting men I've ever met in my life. Um,
2: like you meaning like in his wrestling matches, or in, he's training your ass and he's beating the shit out of you, or both?
1: Yeah, no, he <laughs> yeah, his wrestling matches and you know training me. He he's like super big on uh, Japanese strong style, and uh, he was like, I'm, I'm gonna hit you. Like this every single time, shit. and this is how you're supposed to hit people. And I was like, "Huh?" And like the first time he gave me a forearm, he knocked me completely out. Oh shit! Knocked me out. Ugh. I woke up when I hit the ground. And uh, like, um, forearm to the jaw. Yeah, gotcha. no, it was right in the right in the pocket. Gotcha. Boom! I was out. Woke up when I hit the ground. And the other two guys that were there, uh, one of the guys named Marcus Lewis, who is like easily one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world, he was like, "Damn, are you okay?" As he's standing over me, and then he looked up at Jekyll's and was like, "You could could you pull back a little?" And he Jekyll's looked him in the face and was like, "Did I pull back with you?" And we just continued. (laughs) <laughs> to, to train so yeah that's that's how i got started man i just it was a a thought somebody said you should try it i was like all right look for a school found one and started training like
2: and how did you um
1: how did you come up
2: with the compensation for this if there was compensation or is it one of those things that you would pay back later
1: oh for that forearm yeah. Oh, uh, he got it back. Gotcha, gotcha. That's how he trained us. He trained us to, you know, if you get it, you got to give it back. <laughs> there you You're, go. Like, he's like, I, I don't train. Like He is the same way with men and women. I don't train women. I don't train men. I train wrestlers. Gotcha. And. The same way he hit me, he would hit a female. <laughs> mm,
2: mm, mm. So you said you got your ass knocked out by him. Did you witness any like this guy is just too badass? Like he put some other people out. You know, he's bashing them, but he's just so badass it just he puts them out.
1: Oh, like it wasn't. It's not a malicious thing. It's just right, how right, right, right. So I've witnessed him knock people loopy, and then him having to pick them up. And hit him again to wake him back up.
2: <laughs> it's like the old sleeper. You got to put him out and then you got to slap him in the back of the neck, wake him up a little bit.
1: And <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Oh, man, that's that's crazy, man. So, um, you know, you're in there, you know, how hard was it for you? You said you got knocked out. How ha- hard um, or how, what am I trying to say? How much pain was there, you know, in the first uh, month of this training?
1: Oh, it sucked. Because <laughs> because you like you're taking bumps and you know you're like one of the worst most one of the worst experiences in my life is running the ropes for the first couple of times.
2: That's crazy. I hear that a lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I def I had rope marks along my back. Like I like it. Oh my god! Like I just got whipped and it was just terrible like for like the first month or two it was bad and then once you like you kind of get used to it and it doesn't hurt anymore but like yeah the first the first couple of mo- first month or two was terrible mm. terrible At and you bad, know it's, it gets a little better
2: you talked about, you know, you already had the aches and pains from basketball, right? I mean, this can't be any easier than basketball. This has got to be a bit harder, especially with uh, training for wrestling these days. There's a lot of, a little more jumping around and high flying than they're used to. I mean, I don't know how you trained or anything like that, but uh, it had to be hard on those same
1: body parts, right? Actually, no. It was, wow. It's I, You're using different muscles. You, yeah. You're using different muscles with wrestling than you do it with basketball. So it, it was, it was just a different, it hurt, but it was a different kind of pain. It wasn't like the same kind as basketball. Like sometimes my knees would hurt, but that, that's because like the wear and tear I, I put on them from basketball, uh, like my I have back problems now because of wrestling but you know uh,
2: well you're constantly compressing your spine doing what you do but yeah man
1: yeah but you know but that's that's just a part of the business <laughs> uh, but it's definitely different muscles man like i find like places in my back hurting like just weird awkward places that wouldn't hurt normally are hurting because of wrestling oh man
2: you know um there's pains one thing but uh what was the hardest thing for you to kind of pick up about wrestling at first
1: um, taking uh, uh figuring out how to take a a snap bump or a uh that or a or coming off the top rope for the first time mm. Those were absolutely, I couldn't wrap my mind around why I'm doing this. (laughs) So it was just like, yeah, you just do this and that. I was like, okay, but why? And I couldn't wrap. I was trying it, but my mind wouldn't let me do it because it made no sense to me. Mm.
2: Yeah. That's gotta be something, man. Like, you know, you haven't done it before all of a sudden you're getting up on that top rope, whether you're jumping back in the ring to hit whatever kind of move or jumping outside of the ring onto someone, man, that's gotta be a whole different, uh, ball game. Cause you're like, all of a sudden you're up there. Like, I don't know how many more feet, but that's gotta be something else to look at.
1: Oh man. The first time you climb up on the top rope, it's one of those things that you're like, holy, sh- 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 y- 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 holy crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like why the hell am I up here? And why is it so high? You know, it's one of those shock and all moments because you don't realize how high it is until you're up there.
2: No, I mean, I've stood, I've never been in a ring. Um, I've only like stood next to him at the shows and stuff like that, like a defy ring. And it's a little, seems pretty high. And it's like just the ring, just the, you know, just to get in the ring seems high enough for someone like me, but I couldn't imagine climbing those three ropes, getting up on top of that thing. And then, you know, you're kind of on your own with what you're going to do from there, man. So I, I couldn't even imagine, um, looking down and seeing what you see. You got the crowd there, all these people, you got to hit your mark. You got to make sure you don't break your leg. Oh, is there like a water bottle sitting there that you don't land on? I mean, God damn, that's got to be a lot of stuff going through your mind.
1: <coughs> yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. <laughs> but it's like an it's like an adrenaline rush honestly do you Um,
2: do you kind of get up there now and just not even think about it it's just automatic after you know what i think you've been doing this what uh three four years more yeah yeah
1: yeah it's coming up on four years for me so you do that um, now I i don't even think about it now i just i just do it
2: was there a time that first year, though, that you would get up there and, like, ah, oh, fuck, excuse me, ah, oh, crap, you know, jumping off of there? <laughs> that's going to be, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was too late once I'm up there. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I can't chicken out now. All these people are here. <laughs> I can well, gotta, gotta go for it.
2: It's like Tommy Dreamer. I saw him one time up here at a of match in Portland. And, um, he looked like he was going to do a thing where he runs to one side of the ring, hits the rope, and kind of dives between the two ropes and dives outside the ring, you know, like a um, Moxley would do. You know, maybe more when he was Dean Ambrose. I don't know. But he, he looked like he was going to do it, and he started to do it. And then we got to the ropes, he just stopped and, like, got out of the ring and then just went and punched the guy. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my ass off.
1: Oh, yeah. that's That's definitely my flavor right there.
2: oh man so um let's see here so i asked you some of that so what what was easy for you to pick up you're an athlete you know played ball whatever else you did in high school and stuff but uh you came in there and there's hardest part you know and then your 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 pain but um what really worked out for you what did you love about it from like since the day you walked in there training
1: Oh, man, it's like wrestling has so many different factors in it that you can like you can kind of get lost in the moment when you're in the ring. So the easy thing for me was learning, learning the moves was easy. The hardest thing was the psychology of it to figure out why you're doing this and like. Why does it make sense for you to do this? And like, where are we going to go after this type stuff? You know what I mean? That, that was the mm-hmm. hardest thing, but I picked up wrestling fairly easily. You know, uh, the easiest thing with me was probably the heat because of my trainer. That's what he's known for is his heat, like punching and kicking and that stuff was easy for me. Hmm. So is it Except for the first time, first time I threw a punch, I actually punched him.
2: <laughs>
1: Did you get a receipt? Absolutely. But you know, I got him really good. He was like, "Well, at least I know you're not a, a pussy." But uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would a yeah, trainer
2: appreciate that more laying one in instead of just kind of throwing some half-assed, you know, fake punch in there that means nothing?
1: Absolutely. Like, don't, don't you come to me and, and air, you throw a punch and it hits air. I'm not going to, I, I'm going to light you up because now you're trying to, now you're making me look bad. Right. And now we got to go, brother.
2: So when was your uh, first match coming out of all this training? When, where, who, how? (laughs)
1: Man. Uh first match was Jeez. Uh, I think it was at uh Stoner U. And it was like a six man.
2: <laughs> Stoner U. That's great. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, it was at Stoner U. Uh it was like a six man. It was Bruiser Crody, uh Hip Hop Harry. Shout out to Hip Hop Harry. That's my brother. Um uh, what was it? Enhancement. Ian H- Ian um Weed Richards. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about it. And Big B. <laughs> That's what that was the six.
2: So that was the six. Was the six, six folks in that. Weed match. Richards. Weed Richards, man. Yes.
1: <laughs> I like that
2: name. Stoner Brothers, Weed Richards, all kinds of good stuff going on there.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> all right, man, break this down for us. How did this uh, go for you? Were you just were you shitting your pants before you came out there? You know, you know, how did it go for you?
1: Oh man, yeah. So yeah, I I legitimately pissed like seven times before I went out there. And as soon as I went out, I had to piss again, and I was like, well, I'm pissing on myself during the match. It just went out anyway. And uh, I got in the ring. I'm like, yeah, this is it! Oh, and it wasn't a lot of people. It was maybe like 30, 40 people, but it was enough to make me want to like, shit my pants again. Mm-hmm. So um, Again. Yeah, again. But we don't want to talk about that. Um <laughs> It was, it was, man, it was, I was in there with some really good people who were able to just, like, help me out a lot. And I didn't look like that was my first match, which was awesome. (laughs) Uh, My trainer was, my trainer was in the crowd. Uh, The Stoner Bros were there. It it was, uh, Dark Sheik was there and uh Anton Voorhees was there like and all those people helped me out a lot and they still help me out to this day and uh they just they were like yo after the match we're like hey that wasn't bad like you did really good for the your first match i was like really <laughs> okay i uh, gotta go to the bathroom i'll be right back um but yeah it was it was it was cool, man. It was an awesome experience. I got to share with a, lot of, with a lot of people that I really love and admire in this business to this day. So, man, I, it, was, it was a memory of a lifetime.
2: <laughs> so that sounds like the, kind of the next question I was going to ask, man. What, uh, what have been your highlights uh, in professional wrestling? Uh, you know, a couple along the way from then. Until now, whether it's opponents, uh, a certain match, a uh, place you got to wrestle for the first time, what do you got?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I got a couple of them. I say uh, w- winning the Golden Fanny Packs, which is the base, best athlete in the East Bay at Hood Slam. <laughs> I just won those in January of this year. Uh, that was a huge, huge big deal for me. Cause uh man, Lord knows I was I I've, I've been grinding trying to get better and better and like they finally trusted enough to be like, you know, it's your it's your, it's your time. Make it make it your own. So that was huge for me. Um the very the uh, the very first time me and Funny Bone <laughs> went one on one absolutely uh life-changing experience because funny bone is that damn good uh he just he brought a different level out of me that i didn't know i had but you know it's funny Bone, so i don't think he could have a bad match um winning the intergalactic tag team titles at hood slam with uh the squad (laughs) uh winning the East Bay East Bay heavyweight championship um that was that was a big moment for me and uh also going up to WCWC in Oregon oh yeah and winning the Grapplers Cup
2: the Grapplers Cup man uh WCW that's awesome man uh came up there uh um how many times have you been up here in the, the uh, Pacific Northwest wrestling? I know you said that. I know you've been at uh, DOA
1: wrestling before, if I'm not incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been in Oregon twice, but I, lo- I would love to come up there more often. I'm definitely trying to work with uh, WC, I mean, uh, WAC. Yeah. I'm definitely, definitely trying to do that. That's it's gonna happen. Um uh trying to get up to Defy. Oh man, yeah. Man. I had some yeah, is uh COVID messed up a lot of things, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Everything will still be coming around when this COVID kind of starts settling down and some of these uh pl- you know, up here were completely shut down. Other than we got a couple places like uh you know, without a cause is actually without a crowd on Twitter uh, every other Sunday. Um, I think they're going to drop them on IWTV. They've been recording some uh, matches, no crowds. Uh, been a lot of fun, uh, something to watch there. Uh, another place, Five uh, CC Wrestling, that's out of Bellingham up here. They just recorded a, a show. Uh, Bambina was on that. I know she's from Hood Slam. And then, um, oh yeah, SOS Pro Wrestling on uh, YouTube. They've been doing some stuff like in an outdoor ring with this. Uh, Kind of a concept, they're all on an island kind of thing. And it's it's really been a lot of fun with the with that kind of stuff. But man, I i would love to see you come up here, man, because uh what I've watched of you on the internet and things like that, you know. I think you'd fit right in with the rest of the folks right up in here. But uh man. So uh let's see here, man. We probably should probably get going here. I know you got a family waiting for you. I was like, Hey, can we talk thirty, forty five minutes? It's been an hour of course. This always happens. So that just means I'll have to have you back another time and talk some more kind of stuff, man. Uh but um before we head out here tonight, man, uh you got some merch out there? Where where can we find some merch?
1: Oh yeah. I just got my uh my online store at Brainbuster, Brainbuster Tees. Uh, under D rogue, man. I just released a couple of uh designs and stuff. Uh yeah, that so that was a big deal for me because I always said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. So, yeah. Um, there you go. No, that's great, cheese. man. Uh,
2: the great people at, Brain Buster, people at Brain Busters are awesome, man. Those are some friends of mine from, uh, you know, one of those, a ring announcer for Without a Cause and, and things like that. So, they are good people, man.
1: Yeah, man. They're They're good people, man. They handle their business. They're class acts, man. I love those guys.
2: Yeah, you know, I think the uh, the wrestlers are getting uh more of the feed than they would with some other companies if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh I I just think they're they're amazing, they're responsive. They they do everything the right way, so Excellent, excellent, excellent. And uh dude,
2: how do we uh find you on the uh, social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, all that kind of stuff, whatever you have?
1: All of my social medias are the same thing. It's D underscore Rogue One. <laughs> that, uh, I just made it all universal, so there's <laughs> no reason you can't find me. You find me on one, you better you're gonna find me on all of them.
2: And if uh you know, say without a cause wants to book my man, how do they get a hold of you? They get a hold of you on that social media, is there a uh, there's a um an email?
1: Uh, just hit me up on any social media, man. I'm very responsive on those platforms so yeah just hit me up especially on twitter i'm on twitter like every day so if anybody's interested man hit my twitter and i'm i'm i'm, I'm available
2: man thank you so much this has been uh great i'm so happy i got to finally uh talk to you after all my rescheduling snafus man you seem like a phenomenal person a family man a man that wants to get back and start kicking some ass in the ring so uh before i let you go my friend uh any final thoughts you want to uh let the fans know before we
1: head out oh man i appreciate everything uh you just said and i appreciate you having me on man uh just just know like 2020 was it stopped and slowed a lot of people down, and it made a lot of people hungry. I'm one of those people that made hungry. So this wasn't a bad year for me. It was actually a really good year. And next year, it's it's a wrap. I'm, I'm killing everything that I see. So, yeah.
2: Well, dude, I can't wait to see you kill it. I can't wait to meet you in person at some show. Maybe if I can travel to Cal, me and my wife, you know, getting away for a weekend. Or if you can get up here to Without a Cause or Defy or 5CC Prestige down in Oregon, man. We got a lot of places for uh, folks like yourself to come up and uh, work, man. And I just want to let you know I appreciate professional wrestlers and the talent so much, man. Uh, I've been entertained since I was seven uh, seven years old by uh, folks like yourself. So uh, thank you so much. And I want to let you know, you and your family, have a happy holidays, my friend, uh, D-Rogue, and uh, you have a great
1: night. All right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man.
2: This episode recorded at the Bigfoot headquarters. This has been a Swagamore production. Production.